When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even to a physical. Let's check your weight. Hop on the scale. Look at that. You're down a few pounds. Oh, yeah. Must be the new carbon fiber wheels. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. I'm going to prescribe 91 octane for your engine knock, and we'll want to see you again in 3,000 miles. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love. Bob and Tom comedy bits. Check. Willie Griswold. Check. Jess Hooker. Check. Jessica Alsman. Check. It's the Bits and Pieces podcast. Hey, welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast that revisits our favorite Bob and Tom show comedy bits. It's Jason, Jess, Jessica, and Willie. Today we are talking movies, y'all. The Oscar nominations are out. The theaters are open. Let's do this. Y'all seen anything good lately? Ooh. Mm. The Eternals was the last one I think I saw. Yep, I saw that theater. in theaters on the road. Oh, no, no, Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah. was after that. Yep. So that. And that's like the third biggest movie of all time. Yeah, man. It was fun. Yeah, it was I good. loved it. Loved it. Um, yesterday, I watched Frozen three and a half times because uh, my nieces were over. So. Aww. If that counts, that's the that's the most recent movie I've watched. <laughs> Frozen, the first Frozen. First Frozen. I've never seen the second one. I didn't. I thought the you second. Said, second one's very good. I don't. Well, mm-hmm. one of them was saying, "I want to watch the one where where uh, where somebody's dead," and I was like, oh, oh. I'm, I guess I missed that." Apparently, in the second one, somebody dies. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, in most Disney movies, people don't. Well, they're like in Up. There's like the animated yeah. miscarriage. That's pretty brutal. Uh, yeah, there are some pretty tragic deaths. They miscarry in Up. Yeah, that's like the whole the whole first thing. It's, I, there's, I thought it was she just dies. She's old and she dies. No, remember they're pregnant and they're like looking at the heartbeat and then they go in. They're like, sorry, it's not going to happen. You see the it's all subtle. Head. Yeah, it's it's not. It's oh kind of God. a. It's brutal. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, yeah, the, the movie starts. It out of my there's I, no, I know it's really really tough. They really push it down. Honestly, we probably shouldn't have started with this. <laughs> Maybe we should redo this. But I say we just charge forward. Now, like, Jesse, you don't go to movies that I much, hate right? The movies. You hate going I to hate, the movie. I don't even hate the movie theater. I hate the time. Like, if I invest time into something, I know I have to know there's a return. It, it is it is too risky to go. Here's two and a half hours of my day. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay you to cut time out of my day when I could be doing something productive. Unless I know, unless I get a guarantee, like the three of you could go. Jess, this is a movie you would love, and mm-hmm. I would trust you, and I would spend my money, and I would go see it. Mm-hmm. But without that stamp of approval from someone who knows me, I'm not going to the movies. But you'll watch a movie on Netflix at home? Occasionally. I'm really big on docs right now. Okay. I've been, okay. Yeah, like there's a Guggenheim one. The new Julia documentary is really good. Julia Child? Child, yeah. Got it, cool. Yeah, and I so I'm kind of into those right now because okay. I feel like I'm going to learn something. Yeah, yeah, no, Maybe absolutely. I get something, you know. Absolutely. It's, it's uh, yeah. Do you ever do that? Are you ever like at like a, I almost said cocktail party. I've never <laughs> been to a cocktail party. Are you ever like <laughs> hanging out with people, like having a conversation, and you want to be like, you know, I was reading this book, and then in the back of your head that was like, that was a documentary. That was 100%, uh, that was 100% of TikTok. Yeah, that, you know, it was just like, it was a clip of a documentary from Twitter out of context. Yeah, dude. It's, All the time. I like, I'll do that. I'll like get like stoned or whatever, chill at home and watch documentaries. Yeah. And like an hour and then I'm just like, I'm not, I'm being productive right now. Yeah. I'm learning, yeah. dude. Yeah. Maybe that's why I need to start getting high. Like, cause it'll give me, like, I'll give myself more grace. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's the benefit. There you, it, you go. It can go the other way though. Oh, okay. You okay. can go the you can go the paranoid route very easily, especially okay. if you don't smoke often. And right. that is not fun. Oh yeah. That's not you like you're being like you're stoned and you're trying to chill and you're like, I gotta be productive. And then you start like organizing your closet and then you like take all the clothes and you put them on your bed and you're like, I am too tired to do step two of this. Right. <laughs> and I get then that. You like sleep on your clothes and you wake up, you're like, What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, there was a guy that used to work here who uh would partake regularly and he claimed he was the most productive when he was high That's all the time some stoners, people might be but stoners love saying oh i only can write when i'm high mm-hmm. if i tell you who it is you'll go yeah that makes sense oh really yeah a guy i know yeah okay well i don't want to i don't want to his office used to be at the very end his office used to be where josh's office oh, okay is. cool yeah. i can figure that out yeah. Yeah. i can uh, <laughs> I can do that math pretty easy in my head. I'm going to play it cool, not leave any hints on the table. Right, 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 right. Now, I couldn't even handle Vicodin without feeling weird and crazy. Yeah. My very first knee surgery, I came out of surgery. 
I was regretful. I was selfish for having a surgery. It was it was like the lowest part of my life. That's why I couldn't I, I couldn't handle it. Just you think it's the effects of like all of it, the, it could the be. sedation, everything. It, yeah, and I, I say Vicodin because I knew I was that's the only thing I actually knew I was taking, gotcha. but they obviously gave me stuff prior. Yeah. It's also so funny that like because of pharmaceuticals, like Vicodin is a way more intense drug than pot. <laughs> Smoking pot, I can't even handle hard pills. That's a wild angle well, to have that. That's fantastic. Yeah. That, I that's can't a great even handle medical morphine. Okay, let's go into the things. <laughs> well, <laughs> well Osman, you're probably the biggest moviegoer here, I would say, right? The last, Yeah, well, the last movie was Spider-Man No Way Home. How was it? It was really good. You liked I loved it. it. Yeah. It's I loved so it. so fun. Yeah, you watched them all growing up, right? Uh, yeah, and then but the last movie I just watched was on Monday night, and it was Star Trek Generations because I'm in a Star Trek mm. the Next Generation uh, deep dive. Yeah, and that's cool. Those are the ones. That's that's, right. It's got like Harold or Kumar in it. No, that would be JJ Star Trek, and as my dad would say, ugh, JJ Star Trek is just so that's not Roddenberry Star Trek. Which, if anyone watches Star Trek and listening, this makes sense. They know what they're doing. J.J. Abrams, the movie. Yes. My dad will literally be like, that's not my Star Trek. And I'm like, calm down, Dad. What is this, the Bobcat bit? Where it's fake. (laughs) (laughs) That is so not my Star Trek. (laughs) Literally how my dad That says a lot in those few words, yes. Oh, it's so fun. But- no, I'm uh, I'm on the old uh, Star Trek kick right now, so getting ready for the new Picard season. See, yeah. I I never get into any of that. I mean, I loved Khan, which was what back in the '80s. Wrath of Khan. Wrath Number of Khan. Two? Yeah, that's probably where I finished my Star Trek movie watching. Yeah. Everything with Patrick Stewart is fantastic. And he he seems can do great. no wrong. He, seems he is great, wonderful. But... And you know, we saw him in the new Dark Doctor Strange two trailer. Trailer. Is he in? Mm-hmm. What, is he in makeup or something? I didn't recognize him. You didn't see Just him from yeah. the front because he's a part of, I believe, in the Marvel universe. Well, the comics, the Illuminati, mm. where it's like a lot of the big yeah. shots in different I didn't groups. Yeah. Uh, so it's like mm-hmm. Iron Man, Professor X. So it's a, a variant because. And depending on how they do this, opening right. up all the uh, Fox characters, uh, your Deadpool, all the mutants. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. It's going to get wild. This yeah. is wild. So, so I have Tom will hate it even more. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have one niece that's like Frozen, all the girly, Disney, mm-hmm. all that stuff. My other niece, they're, they're six months apart in age, so they're four years old right now. And the other one will school you about Marvel like you have never. Oh, yeah. I we have it. a show and tell video that a little boy got up in preschool class and he was like this is my spider-man and my niece is in the background she was like that's not spider-man he was like yes it is and she was like no it's not it's like somebody else oh miles morales that's not even spider-man that's miles morales they're four they're fighting like this that's not spider-man it's a funny thing that's wild but miles is spider-man well but whatever the character she had Mm. or he had but then the nurse is like or the the teacher's like savannah calm down (laughs) And then under her breath, she's like, that's not Superman. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. That's All right, well, that. I say we get into the meat and potatoes of this. Uh, it's a classic bit about how uh, prehistoric films were always a hit. This summer, audiences were terrified by a giant prehistoric shark in the Meg. Prepare to be traumatized again with the sequel from Bob and Tom Pictures. We have the discovery of a lifetime. It's another huge prehistoric discovery. What you discovered is bigger than we ever thought possible. The most massive reproductive organ in history. The largest that ever existed. (laughs) Massive prehistoric machine. But that was only the start. There is something down here. Oh my god. What lurked underneath was deadly. It's Megalodon. Wait, what? It's Megalodon. He's kidding, right? No, he's not kidding. It's the Smeg. <laughs> the Smeg, directed by Dick Vermunda. The Smeg, rated PG-13. There we go. That's Funny. a little. Uh, that's a little writer's chef's kiss. <laughs> Dick Vermunda, there. Not bad. I like it when they just get the joke out and they're like, "Okay, what else can we do? We yep. got we got a couple tags we can put in there." Uh, is the Meg that had Mark Wahlberg in it? Uh, Blake Lively. Was it, am I thinking oh, I of the know. right thing? 
I, do, I have I have no idea. It's a movie about a big shark, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, sure. I didn't see it, but I thought it was pretty funny. The bit. <laughs> yeah, the bit's I, I, funny. and it's one of those I bet we played once. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Because yeah. I do not remember it when I was looking stuff up. Like no. I don't remember this one at all, and it wasn't that long ago. Because Josh is laughing on it, and I think I even heard Grace laughing in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? This was from yeah. 2018. The okay. movie, all and right. not at all Blake Lively. I'm sorry. So Jason Statham. Oh, oh there you go. Really. Ruby That's Rose, wild. Rain Wilson. Seems too campy for him. A little bit. Mm-hmm. It's well. It's really. I like how like this. Like no one really remembers the movie The Meg. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe folks love it. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure. It didn't really make an impression on me. But it's funny how when you're doing parody stuff like this, you kind of just throw stuff at the wall. And if The Meg were to become like a big summer blockbuster, maybe this bit would have been played more right, kind of thing. Right, right. It's funny how you don't know when you're parodying things, or you're satirizing things. You don't know what's going to work because you don't know what, what people are going to care about. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I agree. Or if Tom's into it. Yeah, there's that. That's the big part. Yeah. He likes hearing the what? What Dick from Undo? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dick from Undo. I mean, yeah, that's, that's and all I have to do is I'll like tell my dad, be like, "Hey, we did this bit," and the guy, guy's director's name was Dick from Undo. And then suddenly on Tuesday, Dick Hitswater is going to be calling in, and he's going to be sitting in for Dick yeah. from Undo. Right. I'm surprised he hasn't yet. Yeah. And that's how we get it. That's how we get right back to it. We use that bit twice. Can Can you remember where you first heard the term schmegma? Oh, it had to be here. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I wasn't. I was not familiar with it till I till I worked here. Yeah, I was not. It's it's a it's a term utilized by the the uncircumcised. Correct? Is that what it's a part of? I think Isn't technically dick cheese. Basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think medically, I think medically, you do call it dick cheese, Alzman. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that it's not really an, an issue I've had a lot in my life. <laughs> that's good. I think it's more for the caped crusader that kind of struggles with it. That's what I thought. I thought yeah. you had to be un. Uncut for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, was best. Freshman year of college at Anderson yeah. University softball team. That's right. Mm. Uh, that's where I we would use it a lot. We would that call term? people schmegma. So <laughs> funny. Oh, like, I don't know why. It's, freshman it's year happened. of college for me is when really? I first heard about it. Yes. I don't. I don't remember. Huh. I remember. I remember the kid in our high school that was uncut. Really? Yeah. Oh. Never saw it. Heard about it. How does that get around? I mean, locker room. Yeah, okay. it gets around. oh, it's the locker room. Yeah, yeah. I had my buddy Martin. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Yeah, you know, yes. stuff like that happening. My yeah. buddy Martin is a British guy, and I didn't know most like circumcision is like an American thing. British people aren't circumcised. None of the Beatles are circumcised. Think about that for a little. <laughs> what? Yeah. British people, it's, it's an American thing. British people do not do it. I, I, thought, a Jewish I thought it was thing. a Jewish thing. It's a Jewish thing. We picked it up after them. That's yeah. so wild. Yeah. There's like no like like there's like a like the bris, I believe, is like the religious ceremony yeah, yeah, affiliated yeah, yeah. with it. Yeah. In America, it's just a cultural thing that we do. It's not done in a lot of other places. Huh. My buddy Martin, we're at camp and we're going to the bathroom, we're at the urinals, and I'm not looking, but he just turns to me and he goes, I'm uncircumcised. Looks like a little pink elephant trunk, don't it? <laughs> and I never talked to this guy in my life. <laughs> We're in different cabins during staff training. And then I like go to my buddy. I'm like, this is weirdo Martin. I'm never going to talk to this guy again. And now he's like one of my best friends. Yeah. Yeah, but, oh, Did he just Snapchat. put it out there just in case you saw it? And he's like, look, I'm going to acknowledge it first. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can't. He's um, a really weird guy. He like went to British boarding school. And like now he like works for the British government. And he has to be really buttoned up over there. No kidding. So when he comes to America, he just turns into a drunk child. Oh. But it's like fun because me and my buddy Colin will like do a trip to Nashville or whatever. And me and Colin get a couple club shows. And then we just hang out with Martin, cool, goofing around in the back. Yeah, it's, he's a he's not a good person. Okay, uh, but he's like very fun to hang out with. If that makes sense. Oh, because he has to kill people for his job, right? No, it's not that. I really wanted it to be that. It's like a boring desk <sighs> job, but that's what he would want me to think. Right mm. there, you go. Okay, well, like so fifty-eight. Sorry. So has anyone ever seen one? Oh, like, sure, Martin's. I've not. Ne- okay, other than Martin. Oh no, I've never seen one in the wild. I've okay. seen one on the internet. Okay, okay. never seen but, one. But okay. never free range. Okay. okay. <laughs> I hate. I hate that I'm the only person in here that's seen. <laughs> I haven't either. Yeah. In the wild, you guys got to see more. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Can we say that? Actually, I'm pretty sure that Dick Hiswater is filling in for Seymour Cox on Tuesday. So. That's two. You got two. That's great. Well, now for I mean, this is just not a transition at all. Here's a heartwarming sports story. ESPN Films presents. The sports story of the decade. Oh, uh, hey, hey, Doc, how you doing? Uh, hi there. Hi. Um, I feel it. Oh, I feel great. I just Mr. Just a, little, uh, a little nervous, a little apprehensive about Mr. things. Mr. Kipkin. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's Ripkin, Doc. Ripkin. Yeah, it's that Ripkin. Looks like a K. 
<laughs> Cal Ripken. Yeah. You're kidding. <laughs> no, you. You know, now that I see you, see me play baseball. Uh, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty excited. How you feeling? I feel great. I, I am really psyched up for this. Uh, this record, you know, I'm, <laughs> I really feel like I'm going to make it, and uh, uh-huh. just kind of nervous about it. That's why I set up the appointment. I just want to wanted to get checked out before I went in for the for the big well, game. Um, <laughs> How things looking? Uh, it's a pretty oh. thorough exam. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, we've got a lot to go through here. Uh-huh. Um, actually, I'm, let me just give you the uh, the uh, abbreviated version. Uh, I've got some good news, and I've got some uh, some bad news. Jeez, uh, I, I I guess I can take it. Get you know, give me the bad news. What's going on, Mr. Ripken? The bad news is that you have a fatal disease. What? You're not going to make it to that game. <laughs> <laughs> fatal disease. I'm sorry. Oh no! I believe it. What, what could the good news be? Well, actually, all the symptoms are totally unique. We've never seen anything like it. So we're going to name the disease after you. <laughs> yeah. Cal Ripken Jr. disease. You'll be famous. Hey, isn't that great? Come on, Sporto. Great. Come on, lighten up. Listen, the guys and I upstairs all agreed we were out of names for diseases. We figured, hey, why don't we do it just like Lou and name it after the guy with the disease? Oh, God. Come on. Think of it. You'll be in every medical book listed right next to Ricketts. <laughs> the Cal Ripken story. The courageous tale of the player. The streak. The man. The disease. <laughs> Today... <laughs> I consider myself the unluckiest man on the face of the earth. This is bull. I can't believe it. I'm gonna die. I was that close to setting the record. Now you're talking to a. Dead man. <laughs> the Cal Ripken story. Why me? Why me? He was on top of the world until the poor son of a bitch played himself to death. <laughs> the Cal Ripken story. Starring Robbie Benson as Cal. <laughs> Baby Williams as Frank Robinson. Mickey Rooney as Earl Weaver. And Eddie Murphy as Eddie Murray. <laughs> Man said he gonna die. <laughs> oh, you guys. <laughs> the Cal Ripken story. Coming this fall from ESPN. Da da da. Da da da. <laughs> that's uh is that referencing was there ever a Lou Gehrig movie that that's referencing? It references Ted Williams as well. Well, he uh I think it was in 95 and I remember this because I was an intern in the fall of. Yeah. So this happened in the summer of 95 and he was um passing Lou Gehrig's record. Okay. of consecutive games, which I just looked up was like 2100 games in a row, which is Unheard of, and I think he actually went to twenty five or twenty six hundred. It'll never be broken. Sure, these guys take days off and all that. So, um, but yeah, it was totally a Lou Gehrig thing. But just the all the backfill to make it his thing. It was and, really and, silly. D, and honestly, that was Marty being the doctor, mm-hmm. uh, our old boss Marty. Although he's back, <laughs> no, that was that was a top three performance of Marty being the doctor. I lo- We're I, gonna name it after you. I, I think yes. that all the time. When I and that's one of my favorite things when everybody uses their regular voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like that was a hundred percent Dean being Dean. Yeah, and I just like that's what made me laugh the hardest at the beginning of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's really subtle. It's really casual. It's like mm-hmm. there's the um, uh, yeah, you got a little um. When you're hitting those, yeah. Usually, when you hear a, a script, you don't hear ums involved yeah. in it. And yeah, to, it to put sounds that in like Dean it... and Marty talking. Like that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I want to point out, and I hate that I'm doing this. Uh, so the initial bit 
that I imagine was maybe just like Rift, like the doctor being like, is it Cal uh, Kipkin? Looks like a K. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he defies that later on when he goes, me and all the guys talked about it upstairs. We're going to call it Cal Ripkin's oh, disease. right, right. So he's already talked about the name. It's already been established. So the mm-hmm. whole being shocked thing didn't really play. But but maybe he was, maybe that was the point. It was deeper than that. To be, to be even more casual. To be even more casual. Oh, yeah, we got to make sure we don't really. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, not yeah. me being maybe like, that's... uh, this bit is incorrect. <laughs> I'm not calling it out. The comedy doesn't line up no i was just trying to say it's just like it's a silly thing oh no i agree i agree and then luke Gehrig's disease this isn't funny it's that's <laughs> that's, that's it's now ALS. folks call that als now right yeah. right yeah. okay cool yeah. i was just curious about that yeah 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 i wonder if were the Gehrig family uh responsible for that shift was the medical community did it great, just kind of happen great question i don't know i would i would think yes please could we call it something else yeah mm-hmm. right yeah because yeah. i remember hearing a lot about it during the ice bucket challenge you guys it's remember that? very yeah. awful yeah. it's awful mm-hmm. it's a horrible oh, disease no yeah. absolutely yeah i'm not trying to be like silly funny about it but, but that okay. was the thing the yeah. naming the naming is just is, is, is interesting is all i'm trying oh to tell say. me about it. every time i spell my name i'm like a l s M A N, and they're like, oh. they're like, oh, and they're like, you know, my, I was like, I'm sorry, I, yeah. I feel guilty for having a name with it, and then I go to a gym where they actually display your name up. Why? Mm-hmm. It's Orange Theory. I don't know. To see your heart rate. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it'll be like your first name, and then your first three letters, three letters. of your last. And it'll be like Jessica A L S. And I'm like, dear God, I just feel like it's always looming. I never. Wow. Thought I made that. this about I me. Either. No, that's mm-hmm. funny. I have what G R I. That's the test you have to take to go to grad school. G-R-I. That's not very really interesting. Ooh, Hall of Famer right here. What you got? Oh, H O F. Yeah, very cool. I would literally like. There's the Hoff. Yeah. And then we have who? I was, you know, what I was actually getting ready to say pro. Yeah, because that's how it was before. Yeah, Prosser was my maiden name, so it was always P R O. So back to your point, Willie. It was just Dean and and Marty just kind of talking, doing their voices, like just like. So do you think that would how if if it went off the deep end for Dean, that's where Dean would go? Was was that pretty genuine, Dean? I don't know. So I'm talking to a. Dead man. <laughs> I'm curious if it, was, if it was actually scripted. I'm curious if they just riffed that. I'm, I wonder if Marty in the moment goes, it'd be kind of funny. Cal Kipkin. I wonder if that was a mistake if he just said that. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of things that I'm curious about, but it's, it's a really funny, really well done bit. It's a classic. And like a really. top 10 uh, Dean Metcalf performance. It, it, oh, yeah. Fantastic. And though. anytime that Chick is laughing that laugh, like, I'm in. Yep. I'm in. Like, oh, yeah. my gosh. When he busts it. Yeah. Yes. So funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then uh, they only do it a couple times, but like at the end, after he's really sad while he's giving the speech, uh, Ripken, Dean, whoever. It's they put a couple bleeps in there. Yeah. I can't be believe this, <laughs> and I love that. And then how weird that Eddie Murphy joke is so yes. weird. And it's, it's funny. I was going through my computer. I was looking at old sketches yesterday, and I have a kind of a sketch that I wrote where I have a weird line, kind of like yeah. that, where it's just some idiot talking about the movie Shrek, and the guy just goes, "There's a donkey that sounds just like Eddie Murphy." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was just thinking about that joke. It's uh, fantastic. Yeah, Eddie Murphy is Eddie Murray. All right. Well, let's uh, let's. Go to this next one. Do you guys remember all of those quote on a plane movies? Audiences everywhere agree that there's nothing more terrifying this summer than snakes on a plane. Samuel L. Jackson and several slithery co-stars have made snakes on a plane a number one box office thriller. But now, Bob and Tom Pictures brings you a motion picture that's bound to give you nightmares with the most horrifying creature ever to board a transcontinental flight. Oh my God! Is that... It's elephants on a plane. (laughs) How did that thing get on board? Oh, uh, excuse me. Uh, I think that's my seat over there. (laughs) Yeah, 17B. Here we go. Uh-oh. Looks like I'm in the middle. (laughs) Sure, snakes on a plane would be bad, but no one wants to see an elephant on their flight. No. Seatbelt buckle. Oh, you're crushing me. Oh, hey, sorry, fella. I thought you was an armrest. Oh, are those peanuts? I love peanuts. Are you going to eat those? No, you can have them. Oh, boy. Thanks. Elephants on a plane. Only from Bob and Tom Pictures. Oh, I was waiting for like a only from Bob and Tom Pictures and watch out for next summer. Like I was waiting for like a little tag joke at the end there. We did at least three dot 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 on a plane 
jokes. Are those the next bits? Uh, no, they're not. <gasps> they're not. We've we played one before. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I when I was researching yesterday. Well, the and one thing a, I want, there's another one. Out the there. one thing I want to say is the uh, in the audio of that in the background there is what is clearly like I don't know anything about planes, but like a small like a single prop plane. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. go, it's not like <laughs> yes. that big lane noise. And then in the background, it's like. Oh no! Ah! <laughs> yes. Like people are dying in the back, but then it's just this kind of casual conversation. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It makes if you dig into much. the visual, it's very ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Isn't there a movie called like Dumbo Drop or something where they had like pick up an elephant and move it? A whole movie about that? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Sa- it actually sounds like something that would have been, yeah. Hmm. We did the news story about uh, the helicopters that were picking up rhinos. Mm. Remember that to transport mm-hmm. them. And they had to like sedate them and then cover their eyes. And That's the easiest so way to do it was legs Aww. up. They yeah. do that with like sharks too. Yeah. yeah. It was a Disney movie. Operation Dumbo Drop. Oh, okay. Sure. Operation Dumbo. Yeah, there you go. There was a whole, a feature film. Was it animated or? It was real. And uh, you know who starred in it? Uh, yes. Can I guess? I'm going to guess too. You go first. Uh, it's not Nick Offerman, but it's a guy like Nick Offerman. What, what year did it come out? 1994. Oh, Jonathan gosh. Taylor Thomas. No. Totally mm. 1995. Who's the 95? I'll give you a hint. Then? He's getting too old for this. Oh, uh, is that? Oh, is it Danny Glover? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Cool. Wow. And let's Shocked stick with baseball. That. A baseball tie-in. Ray Liotta. Okay. Wow. And then others. Liotta. And Glover was pretty big in oh, Dennis mid-90s, oh, gosh, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Can I, I ask a question? Dennis Leary. Yeah. Yeah. What's Ray Liotta's connection to baseball? Field of Dreams. Okay. Cool. I didn't. He's the one that asks. In, uh, in Goodfellas, he beats somebody with a baseball. Bat. Yeah, no. yeah, For a second, yeah. I was just like, See? for a second, I was like, he probably played minor league ball when he was a kid. That's it, where he started smoking and dipping. Now he's got to take Chantix. Sorry, I don't think, but when he pulls up at uh, at her house yeah. when they're dating and yeah. that guy across the street was hitting on him, he opens the trunk and yeah. pulls out a baseball bat. And walks across the street and just smashes yep. her neighbor. Yep. I thought about getting a, a bat to keep around the house, just to in case yeah. anything happens. You don't have a bat in your house? I got a fungo bat. No, you need a wooden bat. I no, it's a, a, it's a wooden fungo bat, but it's about oh, this big. I, yeah, I have a small. smaller bat right under the bed where I can just... Yeah. It's aluminum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have one. That's, uh, that's just too big. I mean, it's perfect. Lisa Fernandez. But Chris, you could... You could <laughs> They don't sound like that. That's you good. hit a ball. Yeah. <laughs> I like the click, though. That was good. That was very good. I'm either going to get a wooden bat or a semi-automatic assault rifle. I just can't pick which one yeah. yet. No no laughs at all. Okay, perfect. Keep it awkward. Because I know you would never have a gun. Oh, gosh. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Maybe a Nerf gun. They Just throw him off. Like, what is he doing? Is he hitting us with a Nerf? What is this? I, Macaulay Culkin? I do have I, a Nerf gun. So I, I have a gun, but it has rubber bullets. Really? Like, yeah. Mm. Just like... Enough on the to rent. be annoying and yeah, useful, enough, yeah, right? enough to like slow somebody down, right? I, mm-hmm. I, well, not to give too much away, but I live alone and in the country. Like mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes the the alarm. And real system quick, what's it? that address where you live? <laughs> Nearest main intersection. What time do you leave the house? Usually, go to bed. She's never at the movies. Yeah. So yes. No, but um, the best like for someone who doesn't have a gun, like myself, the the next best thing is a neighbor with a lot of guns. Yes. Yes. And I know I have uh-huh. the code. I can't like necessarily, I don't have the code to his safe, but I can get in his house. I would watch that movie. Jason Hoff says. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like he's he's, he's uh, protecting the neighborhood. He's the only one left. And he runs across the street. My first call is not. I'm going to go get something to defend myself. My, my, my first call is not 911 if there's something really bad. Oh, yeah. Close to my neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I promise you. Yeah. I got a guy like that that I can call. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, at this point, I couldn't have a gun in my house unless I had a real man move in in the guest room. <laughs> 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 he could kind of, you know, take well, care of business. Relax, he, Willie. He could relax. probably, you know, he probably has a stud finder just on, so we have to hang something. He can do it. Oh, that God, could be gr- I really got to get a friend. None of my friends are, all my friends are morons. None of them know what they're doing. What's going to go down? You're like, in case something goes down, like what, know. Red Dawn? You or? don't know. You don't know. Saying, mm-hmm. no. And now that we're having this conversation, everybody knows that we're an easy target. Yeah, I know, right? No, it's nothing. We are pissing people off. Well, uh, we're a target. Like, X marks the spot. This is a terrible transition. <laughs> I'm doing it anyways. This movie would have been rated X for sure. Moviegoers have made Austin Powers the spy who shagged me the box office hit of the season. Now, move over, Austin Powers. Bob and Tom Pictures presents the new spy in town. Mmm, so you're a spy, huh? Just like James Bond 007. (laughs) Oh my God. Jeez, it's more like 0012. 
<laughs> and a half. <laughs> Bob Gavoyan is Aston Crammers, the spy who gagged me. When we say this movie is going to be big, we mean big. So, Mr. Crammers, we finally meet. I'm Minnie. Mm-hmm. Minnie Beaver. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Minnie. You know, I heard you were dead, captured by enemy agents in the Middle East. They said you were hung. What do you think? Wow, they were right. Bob Gavoyan is Aston Crammers, the spy who gagged me from Bob and Tom Pictures. You've never seen a secret agent this cocky. <laughs> this is a great restaurant, Aston. I've noticed you've got quite a hearty appetite tonight. You keep eating like that and you're going to get fat. <laughs> Whoa, you may not be fat, but you're definitely big bones. <laughs> if you see only one movie this summer, see Aston Crammer's oh, The Spy Who Gagged Me from Bob and Tom Pictures. Mention the Bob and Tom show and get a free foot and a half long matinee showing of Aston Crammer's The Spy Who Gagged Me. Aston Crammer's The Spy Who Gagged Me. Guys, don't work too hard. No, okay? uh, no. Sometimes you take the first idea, you don't do the rewrite, you run with it. Don't you guys uh, ever feel like we have, like we talk about stuff? We we were going to do this podcast 30 minutes early. Yeah. And mm. then we started at when we were originally supposed to start because yeah, we right. hadn't seen each other right, in a while. We were right. catching we had to up. Do for a little while. But we were talking about accents and people who like that. And that, that, the spy who gagged me reminds me when I was talking about that woman we were talking about earlier. Mm. And I said, she sounds like she's choking on something. <laughs> yes. This whole oh. bit, that's all I kept thinking is that's what she said. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 You yeah, know yeah, what? Yeah. You figured out what the something is. What the something is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, it's a spy. She's choking on a spy. <laughs> 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 but I, you know, it was funny in that bit when Bob Austin, you know, when he introduces himself, I kind of Aston, Aston, Aston excuse me, yes, I kind yes, of expected yes. to hear bump, bump, right? I, I'm Aston Kramer. Oh, missed opportunity. Yeah, no, it's just I'm just so conditioned to that, and I think yeah. I think that started in a later era of Bob and Tom. No, 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 it started way earlier. Oh, you Spy, think so? Spy Who Gagged Me was about '99, I want to say. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. But I think it, it would have conflicted with the, the music and tone of this one. Is is the spy who shagged me? Is that the first Austin Powers movie? I think it's the second. Mm-hmm. I think it's the second. Yeah, it was just Austin Powers. The first international, international man, man. Oh, there you go. Was the first yeah. one. Yep. Yeah, man, um, those movies are so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how old were you? They must have been right up your alley. Oh, he was. Uh, I was a too kid. Young, even I, no, I was a kid, but we got to go. Yeah. It was. It was like Sam was old enough, and with co- comedy was always fine. Right. You were like That's six. how my dad was. Yeah. yeah. You were like six. Now yeah. I'm like laughing in my head because I remember watching that movie in theaters with my dad. Yeah. And then just giggling because. Like in my head, he was watching Austin Powers, and the only thing he could focus on was pulling out his little notepad to write down Aston Crammers. <laughs> right, so right, right, funny. exactly. He probably like he like left to go get us popcorn for like a refill or whatever, and was like taking notes. Yep. Like, okay, Mini Mini Beaver <laughs> is that the name? They yes, use? Yes. dude. Half the fun of a parody bit with the, is just the names. Oh mm. my gosh, you had a killer one the other day. What were we talking about? And you said Beaver instead of oh Scarlet Fever. Yeah, dad, my dad wanted a porn. Her name Scarlet Fever, and I said her name would be Scarlet Beaver. Yeah, I mean it's just right there. Yeah, it was too easy. What are you gonna? Fun. I mean, again, don't work too hard. <laughs> Sometimes you just go for what's in front of you. You yep. have fun. I always wonder about these bits. Listening to it, okay, like you said, Willie, your dad probably wrote it, mm-hmm. and it's like, and Dean's like, all right, well, I'll get so and so to. to and sure. Tom's like, no, I'll I'll narrate it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he wanted to do this one. He mm-hmm. does. He. I like him uh, as a narrator because he still does his voice. It doesn't. Chick really. Uh, Chick has the perfect. It's like the parody of that voice, and it sounds like that actual voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like when my dad does it. I don't like prefer it, but I just enjoy it when he does it mm-hmm. because it's. St- it's very interesting to kind of stay in your own lane and it's mapping it over. I, I expressed that so poorly. I couldn't have said that worse. I, I'm so sorry. It's because you love hearing him say it because he was so happy to be the one to say it too. So you probably feel that in his vibe, very natural. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I just and like the more like the subtle approach sometimes. Like sometimes it's funny to do like the in a world thing right. and do a direct parody yeah. of trailers. But in this, it's like not a, the parody of the trailer. It's a par- It's just what this is. It's Aston Crammers. 
But I want to know, what did they use to throw on the table? Oh, I, I had this queued up because I knew, because she laughed the hardest. Oh, when so the funny. second so let, let, time, very effective still. This is the, this is the first time, and I think it's even louder and, quote, okay. heavier. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. You think. <laughs> it bounces. It I mean, it and like the second time it's she says, like, so... you're eating so much, you're going to get full. And I guess that kind of suggests like maybe he's unzipping his pants because his pants are too tight. But it doesn't say that explicitly. It's just like any conversation, this guy takes his pants off. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's very funny. That's the go-to. I also like you can tell that when it hits, it doesn't hit and then fall. It just all hits. It goes horizontal immediately. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Like a big slab of bologna. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure Dean could tell us how that was re- recreated, but it sounds like he's just throwing luggage on a table. Yeah. Gosh, the Foley work that Dean Metcalf has put into that's this true. silly, silly show. The absolute best. Yeah. I loved it. Just crinkling straws to like imitate an engine or whatever it is <laughs> I don't know I got the best one Jesse you know what this one is when uh, someone came in and uh, someone so enters the room and it's literally Dean with his mouth making a noise yes. for a creaky door. Uh, my bit, my go-to bit for Dean low production uh, <laughs> high uh, comedy is a shirtless girl. Uh, mm. Shirtless girl mm. is so. F- <laughs> 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 Uh, that was, that was probably Bob. That, that might be Bob, but he yeah, does yeah. he does a just yeah. all the, the sound effects that. And I didn't even mean to say that like the mapping of like the 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 boob sound over the car sound. Right. Just the really just yeah, just yeah, you yeah. saying it is yeah, so silly. Yeah. yeah. Because he could have you know, it's not Google at that point. It's a different thing. But he could have found like a sound archive that had oh, a door yeah, we had opening. Oh yeah, tons of stuff. Yeah. He yeah. could have he could have done that. But it's funny <laughs> just to go. It's the same thing as not doing the inner world voice. Yeah. Yeah. Do a different approach and it's yeah. uh, very effective for so me. So great. So great. We got a few more of these or a couple more rather. Um, well, this one involves the spelling bee and booze. So I'm in. Following the huge success of the dramatic story of the great American spelling contest, Aquila and the Bee, Bob and Tom Productions is proud to present a movie that will touch your heart. Uh-oh. What do I Good evening, sir. Uh, hello, Ossifer. <laughs> it's a movie about the power of determination. Do you know why I pulled you over this evening? Uh, no. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> sir, please step out of the car. Huh? It would appear that you're highly inebriated. I want you to try and say the alphabet. Uh, no problem, Chief. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, G, F, H, G. No, hold on. I, I forgot the Q, didn't I? <laughs> Is there a Q in margarita? <laughs> Can I have a different question, Alex? Okay, what's your name, sir? Phil Mondor. All right, Mr. Mondor. <laughs> I'm writing you a ticket. Now, Mondor, can you please spell that? I, I don't know, Barney. Can you use it in a sentence for me? <laughs> oh, okay. How about this one? Phil Mondor's going to jail. Hey, hey, hey. Chill out, G-Man. I'll spell it for you. It's easy. Phil Mondor. P-H-L-I-D. No, no, hang on a minute. It's Tequila and the Bee. <laughs> All right, Mr. Mondor, you have the right to remain silent. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Why am I going to jail? Look, I'll spell it out for you. D-U-I. <laughs> Guess I'm S-O-L? Uh, yeah, looks like you better pick up some K-Y. Movie critic Siskel and Lopez give it two fingers touching your nose. Rex Reed calls Tequila and the Bee the feeling no pain movie of the year. Don't miss Tequila and the Bee, only from Bob and Tom Productions. <laughs> Tequila and the Bee. It's uh, I was I was writing down. I was taking notes. I thought it was going to be Aquila and the DUI. Okay. I was wrong. <laughs> Did you guys see Aquila and the Bee? It was a big deal at my school because mm-hmm. there was a kid from my school that was in that movie. Oh, wow. Oh, really? oh, wow. This guy, George Hornado, mm-hmm. who I don't know what he does now, but he uh, he went to the scripts, Spelling Bee, and he got like second place or something. Oh, wow. And then I don't know if it was like part of the award or if it just kind of happened at the same time, but yeah, he got cast in that movie and he's the guy, there's a scene where they're playing basketball and then Aquila's like, I don't, I'm just here to have fun. And then he dribbles the basketball twice and goes, Spelling bees are serious. Shit. 
<laughs> you might have to believe that. But I remember like, that was like I was in middle school and that happened, and like we were like saying it in school, and we we're like, "But George got to say it in the movie." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really, really weird. It took a minute and a half to get to the name of that. Oh yeah, that's how long they yeah. drug that out. That was so funny. Well, you have to you have to wait. You can't reveal it initially because it's just a rhyme joke. It's right there. Yeah. It's just tequila and the bee. That is very like you saw what the movie was called, and it's one of the first things that pops in your head. I don't know. Super funny. What I never think? even heard of the movie before. Oh really? Yeah, it's great. It's Kiki Palmer, I think, and she's like a little like a little girl, and she goes to the spelling bee. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Yeah, and I probably only remember it because of this bit. Mm. <laughs> Which was not on an album, by the way. So you probably oh wow, I bet oh. this hasn't been played in fifteen years. I'm guessing it's it's you know you hear about the movie once a year when they do this scripts spelling bee. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't there some controversy with that last year? So wasn't it? Um, they ran out of words a couple of years ago. I yeah, remember that. I remember that too. Which like that's the one thing you need is the words. Yeah. How do you run out of those? <laughs> yeah. Also, get a dictionary. It's like my friend Matt who said he went to Kentucky Fried Chicken and they did what? They ran out of chicken. They ran out of chicken. Wild. Wild. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know my Colts story? No. In the spelling bee, it was when the Colts were going to the playoffs two years before they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was Colts Day. We had a spelling bee. Everyone was wearing their Colts jerseys. In the spelling bee, I got the word Colt. A kid yelled out, it's on your shirt, stupid. And I spelled out C-O-L-T. And they were like, wrong. You should have asked for origin. We were looking for Colts, like drink the Kool-Aid Colt. And I, to this day, oh, wow. I'm furious about oh, it. See you I'm, fu- I'm furious that they included that word in there. Yeah. And that they did it on Colts Day. The kid they that heckled. It's on your shirt, idiot. Oh, my. I'm, oh, I'm very bitter. Oh, you listen to the crowd? Yes. Dang. I'm very, very bitter so about it. So my spelling bee, I hate spelling. Hate it. Uh, we had it in elementary school. Every Friday, you got to stand up there. My teacher said February. Ooh. I spelled it F, you know, capital F E B U A R Y. She's like, incorrect. It is, you know, obviously it's R U. And I'm like, yeah, but you pronounced it February. She goes, well, that's how it's pronounced, but it's not how it's spelled. Oh, you better see the Allsmans go to work when I get home. I'm like, Dad, can you believe this? He goes, that's incorrect. It's pronounced February. We're getting the dictionary out and looking at it. I'm like, should have been my trophy. Does she also say library? Yeah. I don't know, but I also appreciate that that teacher taught us the longest word in the English language, which is like, I'm going to mess it up. It's pneumono, ultra, microscopic, silicone, volcaniosis, or something like that. Spell it. P. (laughs) N. And that's all I got. Uh, but they said on The Simpsons once. I was oh, well. so excited. I was like, okay. I know that word. It's when Abe and Homer are making the tonic. But anyway. So you knew the word before The Simpsons bit? Hmm. Um, I don't know if it just happened after or okay. not. I have to look at okay. the years. But once I rewatched it, I was like, I know that word. Mm. I'm botching the end of it. You know what I mean? It basically sure, sure. means the flu. Okay. Right. Sure, sure. Three letters. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> right. stuff. Um, but no, she mispronounced the word. What yeah. am I supposed to do? She said February. Yes, that's how we hicks say it sometimes, but... If you gave me five tries to write down February, Wednesday, February the 12th, without autocorrect, I could not do that. Oh, man, 12th? You said what that. It kind of made me twitch. I don't 12th? know if I could spell 12th. Oh, 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 you can, can you nail that on the first try? Is it a V or is it an F? Well, there's no V. 12. 12th or 12th. It's an F. It's just a TH. And then Wednesday, I know, is Wednesday. Wednesday. I don't know. Everyone that's my age is going to be in trouble for life because we had autocorrect. It's, uh, yeah, we're, I, I can't here's spell the thing, though, anything. They're not taking autocorrect away. So you're, you're going to be fine. That's what I'm saying. Why couldn't we use calculators then? Because they weren't going to just disappear. Mm. How do you say that word? The word that you used to add things together. Calculator. You you got a little. It was a little. A little calculator. Yeah. You say calculator. Okay. That's cool. Right. I just How wanted, is it? I just wanted to check. Is that like you said, like calculator, like? Oh, oh like quick hardening cock. Yes. Cal- calculator. Yes. All right. I wasn't trying to do C O. I was doing C A U. Oh, that's wonderful. that was the word in Wordle the other day. Okay, we're gonna move. Oh, on Oh, it now. was this yesterday because I literally finally got it. And I was like, oh. Are you into Wordle? Yeah, I Wordle. I'm so into it. Are you into this? Did New York Times ruin it? New York Times they bought it. They haven't made any ads or anything pop up yet. Uh, I've so. heard they've they've started to ruin it. It's hard. I mean, cock is pretty tough. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's it was of, hard, Willie. Girls, it's a hard is, is he right, girls, or what? I yeah. had, like, faults, so I was, like, halfway there. I had all the middle ones, and then you don't think about that. I don't know. It was frustrating. It's they're very silly. It's very dumb. You got to do it every day. It's, and I always I, change up my first word. I mm-hmm. never use the same one. I use the same one every time. I don't know what I, what I use. What? Adieu. 
You get four out of five of the vowels in there. Very smart. Whichever one you get, you do That's process. Good. So if you get the A, then the next one you do coral. You know, you figure out if that O's in there or not. Huh. Yeah. If you guys know what Wordle is, just Google it. It's- and you can put in bad words. I'm like, boner. Nice. <laughs> and and, and it'll accept it? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, well I heard, some the, of them. The guy that made it made it for his long distance girlfriend. So I heard that sometimes it's supposed to be kind of horny. Like I did one Ooh. in the archive and it was navel, which like that's definitely a horny word. It's your belly button. Yeah. It's, it's what an tied orange. you to your Yeah, that's true too. It's what it connected you to your mother. Yeah, but na- they no, but it's navel. <laughs> oh yeah, how sexy is it? Come now? on. That's that's not why I'm going there with it. Damn it, Jess. Why'd you have to make me I really wish I had Pat Godwin's I'm so horny ready. <laughs> oh, I'm so horny. Oh, Willie's so, so horny. horny. All right, we got one more of these. Uh yeah, I I figured we gotta give you a Cliff Notes theater before we go. The Bob and Tom Show now presents Cliff Notes Theater. <laughs> Cliff Notes Theater. An abbreviated version of today's latest films for those with a busy lifestyle. <laughs> today's presentation Showgirls. A hot look behind the scenes of strip clubs. Rated NC 17. And now, Cliff Notes Theater. <laughs> Wow, look at the size of them things. <laughs> because sometimes you just don't have time to sit through the whole thing. Uh, that, I feel wow. like I've seen it now. Yeah, sure. You have. <laughs> you know what's funny? That's kind of like what Mr. Skin does. I yeah. know it's like a different bit, but it just kind of just takes you right to the boobies is what I was going to say. And mm-hmm. I ended up saying it and I feel like a weirdo saying mm-hmm. that. You can put boobs in Wordle. You can put boobs in Wordle. <laughs> I love the callback. You can put boobs. You can put dicks. You can put... Can you put dicks? I don't know. Penis? Uh, you can put penis. Penis and urine are also two good starter words. Is this an app? No, it's not an app. There's an app called Wordle. It's very confusing. I have that app, though, too, because uh, you can go back and play the old ones. Oh. You can get an app. No, but, but the it's app- not the same one that everyone else is... But I think the app called Wordle does not have anything to do with the game called Wordle, I believe. En contraire, moin capitan. I can't speak French. Uh, That was my cue impression. Back to Star (laughs) Trek. Um, Yeah, it's just called Wordle. I think by now everyone figured out everyone was playing it, so they made it an app. Hmm. I'm, you know what? Here's, I don't think it's that. Jess, here's the thing. I'm certain you're wrong. I'm, 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 I'm looking. I have the app called Wordle right here. It's a different game. I'm, I'm not going to worry about it. It might be an iOS versus an Android thing. I don't want to get too into it. Ah, damn! It's Wordling. Yeah. So they I mean, got me. No, yeah, they I told you. Me. I was, I was certain you it's were wrong. It's February all over again. I didn't, I didn't want to be a jerk about it. But no, I listen. I <laughs> please I be just, a jerk. I knew she was wrong too. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. You shut your mouth, just, though, Jason. There's nothing you can do. Hold on, I'm looking up for the dirt. Uh, I took a screenshot of my dirty Gwirdle. <laughs> I want to see what words I put in. You can put though. There's a lot of fun ones you can put. You can put boobs. You can put dicks. We already got those ones. Shaft. Shaft. One. You can put boner butts. shaft floor. Yeah, exactly. You can get a lot of horny words in there. And floor is not that horny. Depending. No, that's on how I won. I I just figured it out in three. Nice. But the first one was boner, and the second one was shaft. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's floor. <laughs> I start with a do or urine, figure out the vowels, then go from there. I know. And there's not an app called Wordle. So when you go to look it up, it's not. No, uh, there is an app called Wordle, but it's not affiliated with this. We just went over this. Too. I tricked you. I mean, you. we just went over this. Did you mm. hear what I said? You said there's not an app called Wordle, and I already said there is. But it's not affiliated with the Wordle that is from the UK. You go to like a UK website, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, no. Because the app isn't called Wordle. It's called Wordling. Remember when I just messed it? Yeah, no, I, it's okay. Well, For those that are listening and just is, rewound. Uh, this is the worst the ending to a podcast we've ever had. So that's well, I was going to say cool. for... I thought it was, I was going to be light and funny and then Jesus Christ, now everyone's so sad. <laughs> okay, so I don't know like, what happened. I feel, like, I feel like Cliff Notes Theater is perfect for Jess Hooker. My who, sister who, dumped who? her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. Now it's the best ending to a show we have ever had. I, I, I try to be real. She didn't want to have any part of it. Mm-hmm. And then you get to hear what we were talking about before we came on. Dumps can also be in Wordle. <laughs> and that's relevant. And it's about poops. And so you get funny. that U in there. Sometimes it's hard to get the U. Poops can be about Wordle. Poops <laughs> <laughs> can be in Wordle. Uh, let's do all things about butts with Wordle. Like bowel oh, okay. and urine. I guess that's pee-pee. Dirt button. 
That's no, it's got to be five letters. Oh, I, love, I love how fast you were there. Balloon, dirt button, balloon knot. Yeah, yeah. again, no, the, it's not getting the five letters <laughs> thing. Keep, keep keep trying, Jess. Uh, I want to hear how many you got. The Devil's Donut. Uh, <laughs> Down the app called Wordling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but the website is just Google Wordle. There's a game called Wordle. Correct. There's an app called Wordle that's not affiliated with it. Correct. You use an app called Wordly that is like Wordle. Yes, but I use the website too. No, yeah, I was just I was just getting everything straight. If we I talk know. about this long enough, uh, my sister will be dumping her next boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's great. All right, well, I say we call it there. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Like and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, go to my Instagram. See if I have any shows near you anytime soon. Take care. Sorry, Willie. <laughs> no, it's nothing. It's nothing at all. Don't hate me. I just tried to get intense and be silly about it. I got nothing. You know what? Come join TV's Ross Matthews every Thursday on his new podcast, Hello, Ross. Hi, I'm Ross Matthews, and I am so excited to tell you about my brand new podcast, Hello, Ross. You know, I, I just said that. Yeah, I know. I was just saying it again to emphasize the name of my new podcast. It's Hello, Ross. Look, you only have like 30 seconds to tell them about the new podcast, Hello, Ross. You have to tell them about the celebrity guests, the interesting people with cool stories to tell, and it's new every Thursday. Go ahead. You never know who's going to pop by to say Hello, Ross. Ross. It could be an Oscar winner, the star of your favorite show, even my dental hygienist. Really? No, she's fascinating. Okay. Anyone else? One time I was at a dinner party and the lady across from me, turns out she was a dominatrix. Ooh, that's going to hurt. I've been a naughty boy. <laughs> huh. Are you going to ask? We're going to go there. For reals? And there. For real reals? You better stretch. I better stretch? What the hell? On our show, nothing's off limits. I'm going to ask that question. No. And that question. No. <laughs> and I'm going to get away with it. Oh, boy. So it's like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, right? Except think of it, Mr. Matthews' Gaberhood. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. You know, that actually does sound fun. And it's on YouTube or wherever you listen. Wait, that's my line. Hello, Ross, available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Okay, now you just repeated me. We are so over our time limit. Oh, that's a bummer. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen.